I just realized I'm kind of living in a shit house when you said it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I buy all my own stuff because I don't right. like I don't like people using my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like my sister uses it. Oh, I hope she sees this. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Sharehouse Podcast. It's a place to air gripes and find compromise. I, Mikey D, am the mediator today. My job is to stay impartial and to try and find a compromise for my friends here. I'm joined by Joel Harris, Shannon McShortle, and it's a bloody pleasure to have you here. What was your breakfast this morning? <laughs> I've already forgotten it. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and that's why reflection is important. I don't know. Yeah. So you said this morning, but like I eat a late breakfast. So I actually had it right before I came here. And what, what was it? Oh, it was cereal. I don't know why I have it every Let's morning. <laughs> what cereal? It was. This is what this podcast it was is about. Healthy cereal. This is the cereal podcast. You have too much mystery about <laughs> yourself. You know why oh would you let God. on what cereal? I don't, like, you I don't like letting on too much, and then like, and then when it comes, you know, you know, like when you hold off certain information, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you reveal it, and people go, "Oh my, oh God. my God, I didn't know that." About so you. at like, the not- end of this podcast, if you listen to the end, you'll know what cereal Shannon ate this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Just a hint: it's special, and it might have a K in it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's now I guess it has to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming. I think it's interesting to have you as a guest because I think you're the first person we've had on that um, still lives with your parents in a family yes, household yeah. environment. Mm. Um, and I'm wondering like how, like what, where do you see the differences? It's been a while since I've been out of the house, but how do you yeah, see the differences? Yeah, what's your gripe? What's your gripe with I would, share house living with yeah, I would. I would say, and this is relating to share houses as well, it'd be conflict resolution and how- which is, I guess, the podcast. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But, yeah. So this is the share house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I've got, you got it. Like, I, I'm getting an inkling that it's um, like conflict resolution with your family versus conflict resolution with your housemates. Absolutely. Mm. And the way I see that issue is like, it'd be very different because when you're housemate and there's like an air of equality in the house, like you're all paying to yeah. be there. Um, whereas in a family dynamic, there's often like the patriarchal or matriarchal figure of whoever owns the house and whoever you're living under the roof of. Yeah. Um, 100%. And that's, that can be tough because we always talk about finding a compromise, right? But I think when we were living with our family, which is very recent times, sometimes a compromise is going to be made. You've just got to roll over sometimes. Yeah, that's just how it is because there's one person who has more power. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the parent either. I feel oh. like sometimes it's like, but the thing is there has to be for some reason in family situations, there yeah. has to be someone who's just running things. Cause it'd be chaos otherwise. Yeah. Right? I don't know what that is, but like share houses, it's very much just like this is, and it, if anyone pushes over, everyone goes like, Hey, you know your role. Yeah. Come back down to our level. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd like to think there has to be a chief organizer because in a share house, everyone's fending for themselves. Everyone's buying their own dishes, doing their own, uh, buying their dishes, buying their own food, <laughs> doing their own washing. Right. Whereas at home, it might not be that case. It, it might be the fact that one person cooks and does all of that. And so other people have to have roles to pull their weight. Otherwise, they're dead weight in the household. I just realized I'm kind of living in a shit house when you said it like that. Yeah. yeah. I buy all my own stuff because I, right. like, I don't like people using my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like my sister uses it. Oh, I hope she sees this. <laughs> <laughs> we can link it to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My sister uses a lot more stuff then she should use. In the kitchen or? Just around. Just around. So I buy other stuff and I stock it in my room (laughs) so that like, 
it's there yeah, it's yours. for me to use. And so I, I, I make my mom aware of it. So she's like, so I'm like, oh, if anything's running out, just come to my room. Yeah. And then my <sighs> partner came to my room the other day <laughs> yeah. for the first time. And she's like, hey, why have you got three bottles of dishwashing? Like, what? <laughs> An eight <laughs> dozen <laughs> eggs. <laughs> what, what's with this? Packet of toilet, like what? Like yeah. why is that toilet paper and dishwashing liquid? Like I'm talking like at my door, like yeah. readily, like right. welcome to my room. That There's stuff bizarre. that shouldn't be here. I'm sensing a real specific gripe here against your sister, but like I can relate. In I used to, I remember during the COVID lockdown days, I would get ice cream for myself because it's just like. And it was a way mm. I coped with things. And I, at one point I um, duct taped the ice cream shut and wrote my name all over it because my father just would not stop eating my ice cream. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's like, you know, it's in his freezer. He cooks other food. And it's like, I just, I just want one thing that is my comfort food yeah. that I know is there yeah. and not depleted when I get to it. Yeah. I think that there is a struggle there. That's arguably why I've gained weight. Because I will buy food and I'm like, I'm going to eat it all right now before right. anyone can wow. get to it. We had that there problem at my mum's house. My brother moved back recently and he would he occasionally games late. Now he's working full time, so he doesn't really have the opportunity to do that. But if there's leftovers at in the kitchen after a beautiful family dinner and I'm thinking, oh man, there's some meatballs in that fridge ready for me to go tomorrow. Oh, They're not going to be there. Dude. It's distressing. Yeah. <laughs> to, in your mind, think there's going to be something somewhere and it's not. That weight gain <laughs> makes so much sense because it doesn't become an eating experience anymore. It becomes survival of the fittest. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and who can get the most food down the gob the fastest? And it, it's a very, like you're a squirrel, just like you are a squirrel by all <laughs> accounts, just stashing in hordes of toilet paper under your bed. It's on the off chance yeah. your sister just doesn't stop. <laughs> doesn't stop wiping, yeah. wiping and flushing. <laughs> it's not even, like, I just don't, I don't understand why anyone needs to use that much dishwashing liquid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, there was, just, a, there was a day. There was a day. I remember this so clearly. My father got very angry at my brother. He, we, he had socked up like three or four servings of leftovers in the fridge for us to all have a dinner that night like it was going to be stretched thin a bit maybe not as much as we yeah. usually eat but like it was going to work by lunchtime my brother had consumed all of those leftovers mm. just because of snacks in the fridge right yep. no one's claimed them no one said anything about them it's like a bit of a, a bit of a gray area on what those leftovers are going to be used yeah. for yeah um yeah had to make a whole new dinner that night <laughs> and that's like you were talking about before about taping up a ice cream container, right? Which is so exciting. I feel like I've never done that. It's a lot. <laughs> Gaffer has never come in <laughs> to my food. Takes a banana shape. I, re- I recommend it. <laughs> it's hard though, because in your, that situation, were you paying rent back at home? Oh, at one point. I'm going to say no. I think I was paying board at one point, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to say got no. got out of that situation fast. Yeah, but it's hard because you do want to start having your own independence, which is why people tend to move out. Like we're talking That's about off air. That's why I pay- uh, you pay rent. a bit? Okay. I pay a bit yeah. just so yeah. I can feel like, hey, I'm doing something. Because that, I mean, that's the thing. Because when you're getting older and you're living still in a home environment, you want to have your own things because you're starting to build your own identity outside the house. But then inside the house, you feel like you're regressed. And then you start taping ice cream buckets. But then are you are you in the right to do that when you eat your parents' food and you use their electricity? And, and that's when it becomes mm, a really yeah. tricky conflict resolution where there is that power dynamic i think that's i think that's what it is because there's because the power i think the power is like comes from the fact that there's been a large chunk of years where you couldn't 
physically do anything and yeah. then that person was in charge of you entirely <laughs> Shannon realised I've got the weight to box my way out of this <laughs> I can fight my problems <laughs> please continue I'm sorry <laughs> I digress um, yeah so it's just sort of like anything you're like oh, well I mean you did that for me so for like yeah. seven years yeah. so I, I just like there's a guilt that comes with it, right? They've yeah, brought you to this life mm-hmm. and they've put a house over your head. But then when do your, when do your parents, when do they let off the reins? And I f- don't think they do, which it becomes part of the problem sometimes. Because you're now a full functioning adult. You're not a 16 year old. One part of that sentence is correct. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I do feel that it's like, I can see it from the parental perspective as well. Like I just yeah. cooked dinner for this man yeah. like, every day for 20 years. Yeah. And now he's saying, if you mom, I want to go do my own thing. I want to eat like, my own ice cream taped shut. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, you guys. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot this is a what? I would never say that to my mom. I'm Indian. No, no, of course. Oh, oh my God. No, I would never say that to mom. Just got white shame for the first time on the podcast. <laughs> no, I, like I, I brought up an example <laughs> that is, oh, yeah, that no, is separate from us. <laughs> no, I totally, I totally agree. It's hard to clap back. Like my mom's a very Italian lady fresh mm. off the boat. And it, it is hard to try and clap back at that because- mm. She'll lay down the iron fist. I mean, my mom's a lovely lady, but my mom's amazing. Shout yeah. out, yeah. But there is that that level of again, like you know, respect in all households, but also, yeah, you are. There's again that power structure again. There's the hierarchy mm. for sure, and I could never tape an ice cream shut in my home. <laughs> I'd be just scared to. Yeah. (laughs) No, here's the thing. I'd tape it up and then it would be opened as like a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You think you can tape things in this house? It's not anymore. Your mum would be in fully lactose intolerant eating the whole thing on the couch. (laughs) To make a proven point. Yeah. Yeah. Or there'd be a dead horse head in your bed. So I'm wondering what we could. Right, guys? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Guys? Every weekend, bro, it's a new animal in my bed. (laughs) I'm just wondering where, where can we draw this line of wanting to become an individual versus you're still living under your family's roof. So at the yeah. end of the day, is that house, is there space? Also, they've raised you. In your case, yeah. they've raised you to be the beautiful boy you are today. Man. Um, yeah. No, sure. I, think, I think it already has been raised in that paying rent or at least some sort yeah. of form of rent I, that, to that, gain yeah. that level of... But it'll never be enough in my head. It, I, like The thing is, my mum's mm. totally cool with all this. Like She probably wouldn't care if I didn't Pay rent, pay rent that sure. much because I do a lot around the house. Sure. But I just feel weird not doing it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, but I think that is something that will start to discern you from being, you know, a boy in the house to, all right, I'm kind of a man in, you know, making my way in this world. And that is, I think, a way to start not taking the power back, but starting to flatten that hierarchical Yeah, I think I paid board towards like the very end of my living yeah. situation with my parents. So it didn't last too long, but it was just like... You know, feeling like I pay my way a bit here. Like I'm not just mooching. Yeah. I can afford to do things like have my own ice cream tub because yeah. I pay a bit of rent. And I think I was also cooking dinner once a week to try and like just yeah. small things that started integrating to flatten the curve because you do want to be an individual yeah, and live no. your own life um, <laughs> while maybe still living with your parents, which is which is a fine thing to do. But yeah, and I'm try- and I try and try and find like low-key ways to do things without making like a point of it like mm. like whenever I'm, i like i cook dinner like once or twice like a week and i'll but i'll make it for two days each time so it's like four days yeah. <laughs> yeah and i'll and so i'll buy a bunch of stuff for it so it's like oh this recipe needs 
an onion. I'll yeah. buy a bag of onions. And then there's a bag of onions in the house that no one knows why they got there, you know? Yeah. And I don't like make a point of, except for now, in front of, <laughs> in front of 50,000 people. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. And I totally get that. You want to contribute and also let it be known. That, hey, I'm actually functioning now. I'm not just a 16-year-old in my room. I'm doing stuff. Yeah. I never got to that stage. Full mm. disclosure. When did yeah. you move out? I moved out at 20... Don't move out. Like a 20, year and a half 21? ago now? Yeah. Yeah. I moved yeah. out, you know, crazy circumstances. But I moved out and I went to live by myself. And I remember, you know, going back to mum's house maybe once or twice a week and immediately regressing. Leaving my clothes on the floor. Not cleaning up after my dishes. But then I'd go back to my own house and I'd be uh, you know very pedantic on that mm. and I think yeah it's, it's a really tough thing to balance and I couldn't balance that mm. starting to be my own adult within the house which is why I moved out when you left your house your family house yeah, yeah. did you feel I'm gonna be clean I'm gonna do things my way and then like it, you felt like it actually worked out for you I feel like a lot of people don't like they go like yeah. oh in my own space I'll be way better and then you go to the house and it's like why is that cat piss on the yeah, floor yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is an old homeless man just in the corner why is he staring at me no I I actually did have the, the great response to moving out and I was a lot cleaner than I was at home and it was a complete 180 but I think the biggest thing for me was that I didn't know how bad I was at home I didn't realize that I was an absolute mess and not contributing anything. Mm. I wasn't cooking dishes and I wasn't cleaning them either. I wasn't doing much for the house, but just mooching. Mm. And so when I moved out, I realized how much there was to do. And I took control of a lot of those things. And yeah, it wasn't much cleaner space for me. My mom was a very clean lady, but I think I just started functioning at a higher rate as a human mm. than I yeah. did. And it was very impressive how you did it. I think people really have this phase of living like shit when they move out for the first time because there's just so much to take on yeah, so quickly. Yeah. But I think you handle that like better than most. But going back to your parents' house, it's also like you're kind of back in this space where you've habitually done things for yes. decades. Yeah, that's a fact. As opposed to like a completely fresh start situation mm. where you're kind of figuring things out from the ground up. Yeah. Um, like when it... When it comes to like mess, do you feel like you, Chaffield and Aaron are like different vibes for like how you like things cleaned? Yeah, we're, we're on different vibes, but we're, we're playing the same game. Yeah, but it like, does it, does that, does that affect each other? Like, I guess in like communal spaces like this, but then I guess the more, the more clean person takes part. I guess there is a power thing then. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's little kinks like that that you kind figure of. out within mm. a household. Yeah, I think we've talked about it on some episodes too, just like the standard of cleanliness that you mm. should have in a share house, mm. like where it's integral and where you should, you know, you should just be mindful that you are living with other people. Yeah, I mean, you um, end up playing to strengths. I think that's my biggest learning from moving out. Like mum and my, my, my stepdad, Neil, would, would do everything around the house, mm. whether it was fixing things or just keeping the house in order. And now that I've moved out and my housemate Lockie is a, a chippy and he does a lot of the, the fixing around the house. And he, you know, has a, a general duty that he's taken on. And so I've tried to find where I can play to my strengths and mine is cleanliness. Mm. And so I think at the end of the day, it's just coming down to if everyone's pulling their weight, it flattens that structure a little bit in any kind of house, right? If everyone just pulls their weight, you kind of have pulling power. Yeah, I think that's... How you sort of, because we, we were talking earlier about um, moving out with best friends. Yes. And I just like, like, how do you, how did you, 
because you you knew how how long did you know Aaron before you guys? Yeah, I know you, you met Chaffield through Aaron, right? More, yeah, we'd all known each other for a couple yeah. of years. Like, how did um, you feel that was like? Like, did you feel moving out there was like, oh, because we can all bring different things and we know what those different things are, or because like I've got best friends who I've been like, I I've been like. I would never move out with you. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate that. Yeah, yeah. It's very opportunistic. Yeah, I yeah. can get to this in another episode because mm. that's a really good point is how do you choose your, your housemates? And it's a really tricky one. I reckon we'll find the compromise here. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do that good. one because that's a great call. <laughs> yeah. But I think the compromise for this very specific niche thing of how do you find the, the what would you in, say? Like the individuality like when you're living under someone else's roof, like kind of what's, yeah. especially with parents, it's like, what's fair there? Cause I have raised you and fed you and like time, energy, expense, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is kind of branched out and just a general chat about yeah. home living. But I think it, the takeaways we can at least get, maybe there's not a compromise, but I think the takeaways that we've got here, are if you feel like you want to start becoming your own human within this household, maybe paying rent is a good idea. And maybe finding ways like you do to actively contribute without making a big point of it mm. and just being part of the household is a great way to contribute to that. Having some pantry shelves in your bedroom. Maybe um, I wouldn't take away sticky taping an ice cream container. I'm sorry to not be impartial Desperate here. times called for desperate measures. <laughs> it is, it's very difficult to be impartial when, when someone <laughs> just drops that. Just like, oh, I... I duct taped up. Was yeah. it duct tape? I don't even know. I feel like I read it as duct tape. Yeah, yeah. gaffer duck. I, 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 just, I just wanted one thing that I could eat and <laughs> yeah. come to and know was there. But the thing yeah. is, you have to open the tape as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's got my name on it. It's meant for me, bro. It's tamper proof. I, I needed some resistance to not eat myself silly full of ice cream. <laughs> That's a good point. Worse That's way ways. better than my plan. That's why he hasn't gained weight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need the duct tape. <laughs> so the takeaway today is tape your food shut and you will lose. That's been the the takeaway, yeah. We're not going to condone that. But yeah, I think ultimately just start stepping up. If you want to be a contributing Mm. member to your household and not feel like a child. Or share house. Step up. Yeah. Just step up. Like the movie. That's been yeah, the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make the references. That's my that's yeah. my role here. Sharehousepod at gmail.com if you want to send us any gripe, sharehousepod at Instagram. We won't be plugging you because you need to remain anonymous online. But I'm Shannon McShortall everywhere. But it doesn't matter. On the streets. <laughs> and no. On the step up to the, the streets. Street. Wow, that's, we're that's, done. See, we're I brought done. it back. I brought it back. Hey, go see step up four in the cinema. <laughs>